I am joined on the line now by a very brave and a very lucky girl, Ellen Glynn, one of the two young women who were who was rescued um, off the coast of Galway yesterday. And good morning to you, Ellen, and thank you so much for joining us this morning because I can imagine it has been um, the most extraordinary 48 hours for you. Uh, firstly, how are you? Uh, I'm good. Just a bit shook up, but I'm good. Just it's all just overwhelming. Sure, and I, I can imagine, um, and I think if it's if it's any help to you, I think uh, you have given the whole country a boost um, yourself and your cousin Serafini and, and the rescue of both of you, I think has been, uh, as one person put it on social media yesterday, the first piece of good news in, in 2020. So, yeah. we're, you know, the whole country is so delighted um, that, that you were found. Um, I think people are just so interested in, in what happened and, and how it came to pass, all of it. The, the, so maybe you could tell us a little bit about it and, and start with the beginning. Um, when it comes to paddleboarding, do you go often? Yeah, I go off and Sarah hadn't really been out much before, but we, we'd we been out like two nights ago together at the same time. So it, like in the evening, so we knew that it wasn't going to be dark and we were coming back and everything. Um, so we just went out and we just went out a little bit because there was people swimming and stuff. And then I think the wind just came quickly behind us and we were distracted talking that we didn't even notice. Notice how far out it took us. Uh, it took how far out it took us. So then, and the waves just got really strong, and the wind got really strong all very quickly. So we kind of just knew that we weren't going to be able to get back in. So we just straight away tied the two boards together, and we tried to just so we'd be kept together. And then we tried to keep paddling in, but the waves just gotten really strong, so we were kind of stuck in the same place. We just said that we'd keep paddling to stay there, so that. Um, you know, hopefully her mom was there waiting for us, so we figured she'd call for help. And then we thought if we were straight out from the beach that it would be easier to find during the night, but they didn't find us until the next day. <laughs> sure, sure. So you were you were chatting and talking on the paddle boards, you know, you were just a little bit out from the swimmers. When did you realise, like, how long were you on the paddle boards before you realised we're in trouble here? It was like literally just a few minutes paddling out and then we turned around and just saw how far out we were from the shore. Said, oh, we better go back. So we started trying to paddle back, but it was just, it just had gone, the wind, it had gone really, really windy really quickly and the waves were just too strong. A few minutes, isn't that extraordinary? Yeah. And yeah. Were, you, were you shouting at that point even to try and get attention on the shore or were you, did you think we'll, we'll be able to get back? We kind of figured that we weren't going to be able to get back, but we kind of started screaming just in hopes that her mom would hear us to call for help quicker. But the wind, I think, was just so strong, nobody could hear us screaming. So you could see everybody on shore? You were paddling? Or could you, sorry? We couldn't really see. We could kind of see that there were people there. We couldn't really make things out. We, you know, we were gone out really far, but we could tell that there were still people on the beach, but nobody could hear us scream. We were fairly far out. And it was really quick thinking that you immediately thought to tie your paddle boards together. Yeah, I just figured like it would be um, a lot more difficult if we were getting blown away separately and everything. So you got swept out, as you say, you tried to stay close to the shore, but 
you know, nobody uh, help wasn't coming or help I think was coming but they couldn't find you um, and darkness started to fall well what were you thinking then at that point yeah it was like we were just kind of sitting there waiting expecting a boat to come and then it was pitch black I think by the time we saw anyone coming um, so then we're like oh my god they're here whatever so we started screaming thinking that they'd hear us and see us but no they just nobody could hear us screaming because it was so windy and then it was they just I don't know we just were unlucky they didn't see us and then the helicopter came after they did a few sweeps to the beach and we thought the helicopter lights would pick us up shortly because there was like high-vis strips on our life jackets but the helicopter didn't see us either. How close did the boats come to you do you reckon? Uh, Like at one point it was I don't know what to compare it to but like it was really really close and we thought for sure and as well with the helicopter the helicopter kind of stopped really near us and we thought the light was hitting us but apparently not we just got a bit unlucky with that and at that point then did you start to get scared uh not really because like at first we were at first when we realized how deep we were we kind of got a little bit panicky but we just said there's no point in panicking we need to just Stay positive and everything will be fine. Well, that, that is some presence of mind because I've often told myself there's no point in panicking and telling myself that doesn't necessarily stop it from coming. So that is, as I say, some presence of mind. Um, but you were lucky in that you had flotation devices on, but you had no wetsuits on. What, what about the cold then, Ellen? Or how was it? How were the conditions? Uh, it was, the water was warm, but as soon as the sun went down, it got really cold outside and then... The wind obviously was just getting heavier and then there was thunder and lightning and big heavy rain and stuff. So we were absolutely frozen. We weren't really scared. Like we, I think that we were quite sure that we were going to be found. The only thing I was worried about was just how cold we were. We were shaking like leaves and frozen and everything. And was it difficult in that then with the wind and the rain and the cold and the shaking as you described it, was it difficult at any point to cling on to the paddle boards? You know, were, were, was there high waves? Were you ever worried that you were going to get tossed away? Uh, not on this, well this morning when we woke up, we had drift, it was dark so we couldn't tell where we were going and we drifted out. So when we woke up, the waves were like huge and they were kind of splashing down on top of us and flinging us all over the place so for a while that was scary but we just kind of got used to it and we were able to stay on them <laughs> sorry so you fell asleep yeah well no we were lying back we were lying back because we were just so cold and then we we're kind of trying to stay awake but we kind of fall asleep for a few seconds and wake up but then today in the day when we we were basically when we woke up this morning, when no, not when we woke up, the sun came out kind of, it got a bit brighter so we could see where we were. We couldn't identify anything around us because it was so foggy. And then we saw, we could make out the cliffs of Moher on one side and Inishir on one side, I think it was Inishir. Um, so then it was, the waves and the wind would have been pushing us out to the Atlantic Ocean. Um, so we kind of, tried to see if we could paddle over to the Aran Islands, but we couldn't because the waves were just so big. Um, but we found, like, life buoys to just... We tied the paddleboards onto them and 
so we could just stay where we were in the water and just wait for somebody to find us. So then we could, we were so tired, we like literally just lay there taking turns going to sleep on the paddle boards in the water. I'm just trying to imagine, Ellen, what was going through your mind when, when you woke up from your doze, as, as you say, and the light starts coming up and you see that you're, you're being pushed out to open sea with huge yeah. waves. I mean, what were you scared then? Honestly, we, I just, I, in hindsight, it seems so weird, but we really did just stay so calm. I don't know if we just didn't realise how to, no, we, I don't know, we just really stayed calm. You, you did um, realise the danger you were in, you think? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, well, maybe not to the height of it, but we were like, okay, we cannot get drifted out there. We'll never be found. But we didn't really expand on that. And again, just, it it showed just this huge presence of mind to, you know, spot the, the boy that was connected to the lobster pot and see that as something you could hold on to. Yeah, well, we had realised we weren't going to get anywhere. So we were kind of looking around. There was... we didn't see anything anywhere and then like behind us like we had been looking around didn't see anything and then then saw the boys so it was just like a blessing we're so lucky really because I don't know what would have happened I think we were a few hours tied onto them so you tied yourselves onto the boy you didn't have to hold onto it you you were able to no what did you use by the way to tie the paddle boards together and and there was there was a kind of a strap on my paddleboard that had a kind of a clippy thing on it. So I just took that off and clipped it onto the other paddleboard. And then there's leads on paddleboards to connect your ankle so that if you fall off it in the water, you don't get separated from the board. So we swapped leads so we were connected to each other's paddleboards as well. And then while we weren't paddling, we um, were just holding on to each other's boards as well to stay as, be as sure that we were connected as possible. And did you ever think, you know, as the light dawned and you were there for a couple of hours waiting for people to come, um, did you ever think no one's going to find us this far out? We see. We thought it was like evening time today. We thought it was about five o'clock and we hadn't seen a single boat, a single boat all day. We'd seen a helicopter in the distance, but we were like, nobody's even looking for us. There's no boats coming at all. And then... Out in the distance, we saw a boat and started waving our paddles up in the air like crazy. And that was the Olivers and they came to save us. And I thought, I thought, I didn't know that they were out looking for us. I thought they were literally out fishing. I was like, oh my God, thank you so much. Like, we've been out here since last night and not a single, nobody's even looking for us. We haven't (laughs) seen a single boat all day. And they were just like, you've no idea the amount of people that are looking for you right now. Yeah, half the country, certainly all of Galway, yeah. I think, were, were out um, looking for you. So, you, oh, that's, that's, um, it was Patrick and, and Morgan Oliver who found yeah. you, uh, the, the two fishermen, um, well, Patrick and his son Morgan. Uh, what did you say to them when, you, well, what did you say to them then? You've told me what you said to them then. Um, what will you say to them when you see them again? Uh, I honestly don't even know. We're so so grateful. I have no idea what would have happened to us if they didn't find us. Mm. Um, we're just honestly like great, eternally grateful. And how did you feel when you got on the boat physically, um, Ellen? Were, were you okay? Uh, I felt like in the water when I was on the paddleboard, like I felt completely fine. And then I stood up to get on the boat and literally my legs collapsed from under me. And I think I knocked Sarah off her board as well. Just complete like shock. I hadn't used my legs, I suppose, in 15 hours. Mm. 
Mm. Um, and then, so we were very shaky getting onto the boat, but they wrapped us up and like took us down in the corner and gave us drinks and everything. So they were really good to us. Yeah, of course, you must have been dehydrated and, and yeah. everything. Um, did you have any physical effects of it? I, I know you're in hospital, you know, was there any ramifications? Was it? What, did you have mild hypothermia or anything? No, we were kind of okay. I just, there's something with my muscle enzymes, but I'm fine. But we were, like, fine. And, and Serafina, your, your cousin, she's fine too? She's fine. She got out of the hospital last night. I had to stay overnight. Okay. I know your mother is very keen to get the message out about flotation d- devices because, as I said, you were wearing them. And, and yeah. do you reckon they saved your life? Uh, yes, definitely. Um, you know, like even we probably would have been panicking if we didn't have them on. You know, at mm-hmm. least we knew if anything had happened to the paddleboards, we still had them on us. Okay. So, will yeah. you will you go paddleboarding again? Um, will you be allowed? I don't think I'd be allowed. But I, I'm so I'm so scared of giving them a bad name because it's not the paddleboard's fault. You sure yeah. the weather um, the weather certainly turned on you. Yeah, um, and even if, even if I'd had a phone with me, that was just an unlucky coincidence. I think that was the first time I'd ever been out and hadn't had my phone with me in a waterproof bag. But if oh. I'd had my phone, I could have called and just said, "This is exactly where we are." Okay, okay. Um, just finally then, Ellen, I don't want to keep you any longer and you've been so good to talk to us this morning. When, when will you be getting out yourself from hospital? Uh, hopefully this evening, this, tomorrow morning at the latest, I think. Okay, well, I'm sure you'll be going to a very warm and welcome and happy household. So glad to have you home safe. Um, and as I said, thank you so much for joining us to tell us about your ordeal and also about the very happy ending because the whole country is celebrating for yourself and Alan, or sorry, yourself and Sarah. Um, uh, thank you again for joining us. Thank you. Okay, we'll take a break. Uh, Today with Sarah McInerney on RTE Radio 1.